Matthew 14, verses 22 to 31. Immediately, he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when he got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly you are the Son of God. If Jesus is the master teacher, then he must use methods that are most effective. As we read the Gospels, one strategy that he uses in his instruction over and over again is the asking of questions. In the past three weeks, we have heard Jesus ask the disciples about his identity. Who do you think that I am? We've heard him ask about their desires. What do you want? Whom are you looking for? And he asked them about their fears when he said, why are you afraid? All of these questions have been recorded for us in the scriptures because they are big questions that shape our lives. How we answer them determines how we live and what we value. Today, we read of a question that is presented to the disciples by Christ concerning their belief. Why did you doubt? Now, doubt is about as natural to us as breathing. We do it almost as a part of our nature. We do it without thinking or in despite of our thinking. It is much easier to doubt than it is to trust or have faith. In relation to God, this is only heightened. The propensity to doubt God is more intense by our fallen natures than almost anything else. We have believed the media. We've believed the internet, our, our neighbors, the government, our spouses, even before we have believed God. But how many times have they let us down? And how many times has God let us down? The disciples find themselves on the lake again, facing another storm, or at least a very strong wind. Earlier, they had been on this lake and were almost swept away by a violent storm when Jesus spoke a word and calmed the sea. This time, they are on the same lake, and it says they were beaten by the waves. What is different this time is that Jesus is not with them. He has stayed behind to to dismiss the crowds and then spend time in prayer with his father. Late into the night, as they struggle, Jesus comes to them, walking on the water. They see him, but because of the waves and wind, they do not recognize him. They think he's a ghost, and they're terrified, and they cry out in fear. Jesus immediately speaks to them by saying, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. 
What happens next is astounding to me. Peter responds by saying, If it is you, Christ, tell me to come to you, and I will. It is a moment reflecting a certain degree of faith that Peter or any of the other disciples have yet to display. So Jesus says to him, invites him, come. Now Peter does what he says. And he walks on the water. And he comes to Jesus. Now it's what happened next that prompted our question from Christ. As Peter walks on the water towards Jesus... He begins to focus on the waves and their violent nature, and and he begins sinking. So he cries out in fear, and the Lord grabs and saves him. And then Jesus asks him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? Rather than believe. Why is belief so difficult? Peter believed, but then his belief evaporated and was replaced by doubt. How? Well, the answer is not hard to find. It's written within the passage. Peter saw the waves, and he became afraid. Fear makes doubt legitimate, reasonable, even natural. Doubt about God is natural when all we see is the natural world. As long as we believe that our reality is determined solely by natural laws of this existence— it will be harder or almost impossible to believe than it is to disbelieve in grace, love, and mercy. When Peter diverted his eyes and attention away from Christ, his heart was overwhelmed. Fear displaced his trust of Christ, and all he saw was the threat that the sea presented to him. He had lost sight of his hope, of the sovereign Lord who was right before him. For too many of us, the question remains the same. Why do we doubt? Well, we doubt because we fear the circumstance more than we know or remember Christ. Like the disciples, we believe that we are alone, yet Jesus sees us, and he shall come to us. Like the disciples and Peter, we take our eyes and attention off the one who matters most and instead focus on the threat, yet Christ is there. In 1 John 4.18, we learn that perfect love casts out all fear. A complete love knows nothing but a bold trust of him who loves us. You are called to a life. You, you are called to a life that knows and reflects that perfect love which Jesus shares with us. He loves us completely. So we have no reason to fear anything in this world. His love trumps all your fears. And you can do mighty things that you have yet to dream of. But you must keep your eyes on him and confess him in your heart and tell yourself that he is able to keep you even as he calls you. Put the circumstances behind you and place your gaze upon him. Know that he is God who is for you and loves you. Fear not, but believe And trust him. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, it is astounding how many ways we find to doubt you. We lose track of who you are, and then the circumstance seems so big, bigger than you, and we become afraid. At times, we doubt your power and your ability to do actual miracles in our lives. 
In our situations, we doubt that your will and desires are the best way to go. We fool ourselves into believing that our ways will be superior to your ways. And most importantly, we doubt that all you are doing is the result of your great love for us. Our heads believe in your love, but our hearts lack. Our hearts are lagging behind. Have mercy upon us, Lord. Help us with our disbelief. Forgive us for looking through worldly eyes instead of asking you for heavenly vision. Thank you for your endless grace and patience. More than anything, we want to walk in your will. More than anything, we want to please you. We pray all this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and amen.